This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You know what time it is. It is the Average Fan Podcast with your host, Benny Hunter. Yes, it is week three of the NFL, y'all. Uh-huh. If you listen to the past episode, challenge y'all, man. We're gonna do these picks. We're gonna do these picks for week three. Y'all, y'all do y'all own. Go ahead and post them picks. Let me see what you look like picking 16 games. Right? Man, we gotta get into this. I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Thank you for listening. Thank you for Lending your ear to this voice for the next 20 or 30 minutes or so. Thank you for continuing to subscribe. Hey, thank you for rating. All this stuff helps. But most importantly, thank y'all for sharing. Go ahead, share the podcast. Y'all know y'all like it. Y'all know y'all friends gonna like it. You know your acquaintances, your associates, all them, they'll like it too. It's different, it's new, it's fresh. Man, let's go. Week three, NFL. Man, give y'all an update. Those who've been following me, y'all know what I'm about to say. Talking about that fantasy football league where I recorded my my draft. Podcasted the whole draft. Y'all check that episode out. I had, hey man, Pat Mahomes, number one overall pick. Had to do it. So far, the team's, team's going strong, y'all. Y'all, hey, y'all keep rooting me on. I'm 2-0 right now in that. So, man, feeling good. I went 10-6 on my week two picks, right? So, week one, I went 9-7. Week two, 10-6. Whew. Man, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, y'all. Let's go. So, before we get into our picks this week, I wanted to just start y'all off with some literature, right? Can I do that? I wanted to start y'all off with... Something I I find very interesting, and it deals with the sports world. All right. So, uh, former executive director of the Mississippi Department of Human Services pled guilty to misusing funds by steering finances away from programs intended to aid needy families and instead helping officials and associates line their own pockets. The charges against John Davis, including theft and conspiracy to commit wire fraud as a part of his plea deal. He has agreed to cooperate with federal prosecutors in cases against other potential defendants. And quote, it says. The scheme redirected $77 million away from welfare programs and allegedly drew in the likes of former governor Phil Bryant and NFL quarterback Brett Favre, who lobbied for a chunk to be funneled toward a a volleyball stadium for the University of Southern Mississippi, where his daughter played. And we'll quote, we'll um, end quote that and credit the Daily Beast on that report. Y'all heard anything about this lately? Have y'all been hearing anything about the the whole Brett Favre 
scandal, the money laundering. Yo, taking money, taking money from 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 families in need. So those who've been kind of in tune with what's going on in Mississippi and the water crisis they were dealing with. Now we're talking about taking funds out the whole state for welfare. And regardless of how you feel about welfare, you're taking money away from people who need it. We're talking about a man who's already made his millions, right? Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. No, I'm not a whistleblower, but hey, man, this deal with sports because we're talking about Brett Favre. We're talking about one of the NFL legends, right? And so we really try to keep it sports. We don't really want to divulge into the personal life, but man, I think this just really just had to be talked about. I mean, you're taking money away from families that need it. So, so why can't you just donate out your own pocket? You just got, y'all just got to, it's crazy. So in your leisure, in your own times, you know, you can find this. Like I said, you know, you got New York times, got articles about it. Y'all go check that out in y'all leisure. Uh, and Hey, what's y'all opinion on that? And why do you think it's not really being covered by everybody? Why, why is it so hush hush? Right? So it's neither here nor there, man. Let's get into these picks. Cause that's what we really here for. Right? As I stated, 10 and six, who feeling good, but who wouldn't feel good. Right? So let's, let's, let's keep progressing. Let's see if we can, we can make this thing work. So we're probably about less than I don't know, about 30 minutes or so from kickoff tonight. We got Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. We got a divisional divisional matchup. Man, <laughs> y'all remember Mason Rudolph and the whole incident with Miles Garrett. I mean, this is the this is what we live for, right? But the real storyline, right? The real storyline of tonight is gonna be just this. Which quarterback is gonna do enough? to really win this game because if, if we've really been kind of keeping an eye on things, man, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is really fortunate <laughs> to be where they are. Like they're really fortunate. They should be on two. Let's just be honest. They should, they should be on two instead of one and one. Uh, Cleveland should be two and zero oh instead of one and one. So, but as I stated, Man, it's something about that quarterback play that you got to have that dynamic quarterback play. And I, I just don't feel like either team really has that dynamic quarterback play. And then when we talk about Pittsburgh and um, my guy, Mitch Trubisky, like that within itself, it really means something when Kenny Pickett is number two on your depth chart. So you, you want to segue for this game, right? Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick, he's balling out. But y'all know Joe Hayden? Boy, Joe Hayden going to retire Brown. Playing for both teams in his career, he's going to retire Brown. So I thought that was interesting, too, as we get into that tonight. Cleveland's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm. It's really hard to – and they're at home. Um, 
And to be honest, I mean, like, Trubisky and Brissett got similar numbers. But I trust the run game for Cleveland and Miles Garrett and that defense to really suffocate. But then these are the games that Pittsburgh always manages to win. And you see why I'm kind of conflicted, right? Because I'm really trying to do the thing. I'm really trying to get – man, I really want my picks. Hey, I'm sure they have a good week in picks. And it's hard to go against a team who really should be 2-0. But it's a divisional game. Man, give me Cleveland. Give me Cleveland. I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland. That. Game two. The game next game. Next game. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We got uh, Houston versus Chicago. How we feel about that out there? Houston versus Chicago. Another game where we talking about quarterbacks, right? Talking about quarterbacks. Yeah. We know what it is with Justin Fields, but we know what it ain't with Houston. Houston ain't won nothing on the year. They need to get in the win column. David Mills can really do some things. They're going to need him big. They're going to need Brandon Cooks huge. But I'm interested in Chicago and seeing how they respond off that that just horrible game to Green Bay. So let me get Chicago. Let me get Chicago on that one. I really, man, that's a toughie. That's a tough one for me, man. Raiders, Titans, but you love them tough ones. Man, what's going on with the Titans this year? Hold on, Benny Hunter. Don't say it. Titans really don't have a good quarterback. There you go, man. You remember when Ryan Tannehill was playing at a at a high level, even for himself? Y'all remember that? Those who watch football, do y'all remember that? Y'all might not, right? But then you might do and say, yeah, I, I kind of do. Like, Tennessee was balling for a minute, like, Tannehill was making the right. Then they strip. Tannehill don't have no receivers anymore. Receivers are gone. AJ went up there to Philly. That's a whole nother monster. Oh, ooh, ooh. Philadelphia's cold, cold right now. So here it is. You don't. You get a. You you draft. They draft good wide receivers. Obviously, right? You got. They're gonna give them credit for AJ, right? This kid, Traylon Burks, was a monster last year. Arkansas, he comes in, man, he, he's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Got 102 receiving yards on the year. So, I think this will really be a good game, man. And Tannehill's just got to stay clean, man. He's got to stop throwing the ball to the other team. But then you got Derek Carr on the other side. And I believe Derek Henry will be able to run some. But I really don't trust Tannehill in this matchup. I feel like I should, but I can't. It's not so much about Devontae Adams and Derek Carr as it is so much about Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro and the things that they do that you got to kind of account for defensively on top of dealing with Devontae, on top of dealing with like a Josh Jacobs. So Carr's had three interceptions on the year. Tannehill's had two. So Carr is giving it, giving it away at a high clip already on this young season. We're talking about two games in. So that's a good bit. Uh, 
Man, give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. I know some Raider fans out there. Give me the Raiders. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to be nice today. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Indianapolis Colts. And y'all who have been listening to me know that I made this prediction that Matt Ryan was going to be the MVP of the year. Right. Right, yeah. I know. I know. And they're 0-1-1. And they just got blanked out by Jacksonville. That one really hurt. That one hurt my feelings, right? Like, that's one of the ones where you jump out of the building because that mug is on fire. Just jump out. But I said, I would die on that hill because I said it. So I must stand by it. I know it was a little bit wild at the moment. But I just, Matt caught a lot of hate in Atlanta. And some of it rightfully so. But I just felt like it was a good situation for him to get in. Right now, it's not starting out like that. Matt Ryan has one touchdown pass and four interceptions on the season. Good God. You're killing me, Smalls. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes sitting over here. With 595 yards passing and seven touchdowns in two games. <laughs> Give me the Chiefs. That has to be a gimme game, right? Because if the Chiefs lose that one, we really going to start having questions about Mahomes then for real, for real. The game everybody probably will really want to watch right now for this Sunday, and it's probably going to be one of the the biggest games of the weekend will be Buffalo going up against Miami. So, Buffalo coming in hot, and that's an understatement. Destroyed the Chief, I mean the um, Titans, excuse me, on Monday night. Destroyed them, like cooked them. Offensive, defensive, like, man, my boy Stefan Diggs, he put on a clinic. What y'all want? I'm going to do it on the field. I'm going to do it in the end zone. I'm going to get, man, he was everywhere that this team is dangerous and then you bring the energy of a guy in von miller who just came off of winning a ring with the rams you bring him in you ingratiate him in as i've stated before with the number one defense from last year in the nfl they can be really scary especially if they really keep their business they business don't get out here, as Nick Saban says, and listen and drink the rat. Take the rat poison, right? Don't get out here and do that. This team could be really scary. But also, last week, we saw a team who, when we heard that Hill was leaving, this team that this team in Kansas City and going to Miami, Everybody just thought about, man, how crazy is this about to be? Tyreek Hill, Waddle, all these pieces that they got coming together. Same old song and dance. So those who like offense, that's what you're really looking at. But when we're talking about winning games, that defense is where it's at. Two was coming in hot. He started off the game last week bad. 
two interceptions, but then made up for it with six tutties. He's coming in hot. And the interesting thing is this, right? Miami and Buffalo, not only being in the same division, both are undefeated. This is a huge game. I mean, like, this game's huge. Like, Josh Allen, 614 yards on the season, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Tua comes in 739 yards on the ground. He is the league leader in passing on this early season. Seven touchdowns and two interceptions as well. Diggs and Hill going at it stat-wise. I mean, 270 and four touchdowns for Diggs on 20 receptions. Hill said, uh-uh, 19 receptions, 284, and two touchdowns. Running backs dead even in yards on the season. So this game is going to be good. Good divisional game. I'm going to rock with the defense, though. I got to. Two of might bust me again. Man, I had him look. My other league, I had him on the bench, and he went off, and I'm still mad about that. So, I'm picking against you, Tua. Like, even though I got you on my bench, I got to pick against you, man. You really made me look bad last. Don't, don't do that. Buffalo has a good defense. So, I know Buffalo kind of had some problems with – see, Buffalo kind of struggled guarding Tyreek Hill last year, and it's just – I wonder if that speed on the out, man – Man, this is going to be a good game either way. We're going to enjoy it. So we're going to rock with Buffalo on this one. Scare money, don't make money. Yep. So going on, we got Detroit versus Minnesota, another divisional bat- matchup, NFC North. How we feel about Detroit this year? How do we really feel about the Vikings? I mean, Jetta got shut down. Philly, like I said, Philadelphia, the Eagles, they another monster this year. They another monster this year. And shout out to Jerry Goff, though. 471 yards on the season with six touchdowns. Stop it. Stop it. He's balling. He is balling. What Kirk Cousins doing, y'all? Three touchdowns, three interceptions. It's typical. It's typical. This is going to be a good game. And we got former UGA running backs in it, too. We got Swift and Cook. This is going to be a good one. Y'all still want to roll with the with the Lions on this one, but it's hard. It's hard to imagine them going into Minnesota, right, and pulling off that victory. But I love an underdog story. Give me the Lions. Y'all can laugh at me later. But right now, I'm, feel, I'm feeling it. Give me the Lions. Let's go. Next one. Uh, Baltimore versus New England. Man, Belichick always be finding a way to do something. But I think Lamar's going to cook him. This one too easy. Let <laughs> me get Baltimore. I think Lamar said he kind of on a mission too, especially after the way they, def- they played last week. I don't see them. Man, that's going to be a crazy narrative. You go out here and John Harbaugh and get cooked by two Alabama quarterbacks in back-to-back weeks. Former Alabama quarterbacks, we're going to be looking at you funny. Don't do that. Cincinnati versus the New York Jets. <laughs> Yo, the Bengals look like the Bengals of old. They 0-2 on the year. What's going on with the offensive line? What's going on with the play calling? What's just going on all together? It's just a mess. It's a hot mess. But... They still can turn it around. 
a lot hinges on it. You know, New York shouldn't have won that game last week, but they fought back and they did. So they went out and took that. Joe Flacco, shout out Joe Flacco on this year. Five touchdowns, one interception, 616 yards. Hey, cruising right through, moving right along. But let's see if Cincinnati can go ahead and get this one right, though, right? I just think at one point they got to – man, starting the season off 0-3 is kind of bad. But the Jets are really starting to find their groove, which could really be scary because, man, that would make the AFC East get back to that point where it's kind of – well, it's never been competitive. It's always been Tom Brady. What am I talking about? Maybe they'll make it competitive this year. It'll be good to see, though. Let me go ahead and get Cincinnati, though. With that being said, rock with Cincinnati. <clears throat> Don't let me down. Okay, so we got a gimme pick of the week, y'all. This one's a gimme. Philadelphia going up against Washington. Philly should go out and dominate in this game. Philly's only a six-and-a-half-point favorite. But I'm going to say this. I think Philly's going to go out here, and they're going to win by 17. <laughs> yeah. Give me Philly by 17. I haven't seen enough out of uh, the commanders this year, to be honest. Um, they do a lot of stuff by committee <laughs> as far as your running backs and your receivers. So Carson Wentz, let's see if he can – just stay upright. He's doing decent so far on the year, but see if he can stay upright. Meanwhile, his counterpart, Jalen Hurts, is just doing something different. Uh, and you got A.J. Brown and you got Miles Sanders. So it's a lot of speed, and they can get physical with you. Philly's just a hard matchup right now. and At this point in the season for Washington, it's just too much. And then we got New Orleans versus Carolina. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and go with, man, give me New Orleans. I don't think the Panthers are really, mm-mm. Give me New Orleans. I say New Orleans, they they right the ship. The ship. They got some stuff going on. They got some things they got to deal with. They got to play a little bit better. Uh, got to be on a on a higher level. They won and won on the season, but the Panthers are 0-2. Those are one of those games, divisional games, you can kind of see it going either way. Um, then we get an interesting one. We get Jacksonville coming off their dominant win off of the Colts. <clears throat> Damn, Matt Ryan. And then uh, we got Justin Herbert and the Chargers coming in. This is a favorable matchup for the Chargers, though. Uh, I'm not going to say that one's just a gimme pick, but it's kind of easy, man. Got to roll with the Chargers. Chargers have the better defense. Um, Herbert right now. He uh he's a little bit he's a tad bit ahead of uh Trevor Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence kind of had a last year was just a cluster he kind of had a little stunted growth but I think he'll settle in and he'll he'll grow into a pretty decent NFL quarterback over time I mean he just ain't <clears throat> he just ain't gonna become just that guy overnight and especially not with that franchise so uh moving on we got. We got those Rams, and then we got them Cardinals going at it. Cardinals really had – they struggled the whole first half of that game last week. Um, Kyler did a lot of running on, on that 
that touchdown play. And then the defense came up big with a big hit fumble by uh, Hunter Hunter Renfro last week, and then they scooped and scored it. So, But this Rams team, they're going to get a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray. You're going to see a lot of 99 in the backfield. And that's just that's just easily looking at it. And which receiver is for Arizona is really going to challenge Jalen Ramsey? I know Jalen Ramsey. He's kind of it's kind of you you say he's struggling, right? But you go through those spells like if you look at some of the greatest DBs of all time, just go back and watch the tape. Just watch the film. They 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 go through those spells where they just it's just like they just stink. Like receivers are just getting over on them. But then. They make them. They make the mental adjustments, right? Trust the technique, trust their skill set, and then they lock it up. So you're gonna see that. And then sometimes they get bored back there and they get beat. But then when you start trying them, they they kind of they hone in and then they make you pay for it. We've seen it so many times with people like Darrell Reeves or your Richard Shermans. For you know those who remember football, you know a couple probably about. Let's go back 10 years or so. You know, Darrell Reeves was out there. He was – Reeves Island was a real thing. People was really out there getting stranded. They couldn't handle it. Um, so, with all that being said, like I said, I like the defense of the Rams right now um, a little bit more than I like Arizona's offense to really produce and move the ball against his divisional foes. So, give me the Rams. Kyler Murray is doing his thing, but – I think this one is kind of a tough matchup as well. Then we got Falcons versus Seahawks. Falcons out there on that West Coast road trip. They tried to turn it around. Like, they tried to do the opposite thing, right? So, <laughs> you know, last week, they was week one, they were kicking butt. First three quarters, and then the Saints came back late. So, this week, they stuck it up first three quarters, and then they tried to come back late, but then... You know, number five showed up, and then he ended all that. So that's how that went down. But they got a good matchup, a favorable matchup with Geno in uh, Seattle. I mean, I like the way Mariota's been looking. I ain't going to stomp on the Falcons like that. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, this this will be a 425 game. Yeah, I'll probably tune into this one just to see what, just to see, just to see what's really going on. Nah, I'm scared to pick the Falcons. I can't do it. Let me get Seattle. Sorry, Falcon fans. I can't do it. Can't do it. It hurts. Uh, Packers and Buccaneers. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. This one's easy. Give me Tampa Bay. <laughs> I think I. Brett Favre looked bad. I mean, not Brett. Womp womp. Aaron Rodgers looked really bad um, in week one when he played, when they played the Vikings. And, man, that Tampa Bay defense was looking really, they were looking really strong last week. So, if they show up this week, he's going to, they're going to get pressure on him. And as far as Tom Brady goes, I mean, it goes without saying that is who it is. So let me go ahead and get them bucks in that one. And then uh, the Sunday night game, San Francisco versus the Denver Broncos. We got the 49ers, got Jimmy G, you got Russell Wilson. 
Man, what has been going on with the Denver offense this year? Really hurts. It hurts. It's <sighs> maybe they can get it together, right? It's not too late. It's a long season. We got one extra game. It's a long season. Bronco fans, don't feel bad. It's not over yet, but it will be over soon. Give me the 49ers winning that one. Their defense, how they play. Jimmy G, even though he's not the greatest quarterback, he knows that offense. Expect the, expect the big game from Debo Samuel. think he's going to go out there and try to prove something um, against that uh, Broncos defense. But I just don't like Russ against that 49er defense. He might pick them apart. You know, he used to play against them in the NFC West, seeing them two times a year. But that means that Shanahan and them, they know him too. So, if you already are in a struggling offense and you can't get any mojo, a team that knows your you knows your your habits, you know what I'm saying, the things that your tendencies, the things you like to do, and they're gonna key off on you. <laughs> and then the Monday night game. Dallas versus the Giants. The Giants are two and oh. Two and oh. What? Man. Mike Dabo got him out there balling. Dallas really should be 0-2 because they should not have beaten Cincinnati. Cincinnati's offensive line. Man, let me get off them, man. They'll figure it out, right? Pfft. More about the Giants, though. Healthy Saquon really matters, right? Especially when he's your he's your premier back. Healthy Saquon matters. The passing game will be what it is, but as long as they can play complimentary football, their defense is looking a little bit better. Yeah. They're gonna be they're gonna be that surprise team, that team that you're like, Ugh. but I don't trust Cooper Rush. I don't trust Dallas. And I expect the Giants to get a big win <laughs> against Dallas on a Monday night primetime stage for the whole world to see just how bad the Cowboys really are. And it has been fun. The challenge has been late. You heard my picks. Make your picks. Hey, when we go back over week four and we recap week two of the record, man, let me know how y'all did. Like I said, we improving one game at a time. We went 10 to six, y'all. But I thank y'all for listening. Thank you for being supportive of the podcast because we can only grow it together. Share the podcast and we out. Deuce.